Hello. Welcome to this podcast called Finding Inspiration. It's a 20 or so minute weekly podcast where we interview someone with an amazing story. After the show, I know you're going to feel energized, invigorated, and inspired. I'm Jennifer Weissman. Welcome to Finding Inspiration. Hello, this is the first episode in a series called The Comeback Kid Tracking Diego Von Louie. This is a combination of physical toughness and mental grit with this amazing triathlete and his comeback story. Today we're talking about the rebuilding of a triathlete champion. It's an inspirational story of a 31-year-old professional athlete whose progress is to get back to the podium. Hello, Diego Van Louis from Belgium. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good, actually. And how about you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Take us back. 2019, you were winning the majority of all the big races in your space. And you were building a huge reputation around the world as a triathlete. And then a horrible tragedy hit in August of 2021 when you were training in Spain. Tell us exactly what happened to you. Quite new inside the world of triathlon. In a few years time, I become one of the the upcoming guys inside the top of the triathlon. 2019, I started to to win the big races. Uh, I had uh, Embrunman on my name. I had a uh, the world championships uh, ETU on my name. And then yeah, my goal was for 20, 2021 20, uh, to achieve top five in the world championships Ironman in Kona, Hawaii. The first time in 2020, we had bad luck with Corona. Like uh, every race I would compete was uh, an annulation. Also mentally, it was a very ha- hard time. And that's because all of the competitions in 2020 were canceled and yet you were training as if they were going to happen? Yes, sure. So we al- we always had in mind that we keep training hard because if a race would happen, we are ready for it. Also in the winter, I'm staying five months each uh, winter in uh, the Canary Islands in Lanzarote. There's never a possibility I can train because the weather is very good and uh, it's like 20, 25 degrees almost all winter. Not too much cars around there and uh, uh, excellent area to, to prepare very well for the new season. With me, I have one problem in the past that was my swimming part because I don't have a swim background. But in the winter from 2019 to 2020, I made a lot of time on uh, on closing the gap in the swim. And uh, yeah, and then Corona came, three months, no pool uh, access for me. This was very sad for, uh, for my progression in the swim as well. But uh, we never give up. Eh? All the challenges you had with not having enough access to a pool was very small in comparison to what happened to you in Spain. You were in Spain, you were training, you were suddenly hit by a truck speeding along a a narrow road. In 2021, I went to Mallorca for five weeks for preparing uh, the big races again, for qualifying for Kona, uh, again, winning the world championships E2 on the long distance. And then uh, on the 16th of August, uh, I, I was on a on a road straight on, and uh, in one time a trucker he passed me and he breaks just in front of me, and I I hit him on the back, 
when he was breaking uh, the speeds. He hit me and I had a bad accident. I, I crashed on the ground. But first I hit the side wall. Of his truck? No, of the, the sides of the road. Oh, I see. Okay. So a flat one and I was doing uh, power blocks and there was a, a trucker. He passed me. And he just went in because there was a car coming from the other side and he just went in in front of me. But in the meantime, he needed to brake because there were other cyclists in front. And uh, because he brakes and I was riding at 60 an hour. He moved into your lane is what happened. I see. Okay. So you were hit. I know you had broken bones in your ribs, in your neck and in your back. I broke my my dense fracture, my C2 and my C4. They, They put it back on the on the normal place with a with a long screw i broke my t7 to t10 uh in my back it's your neck your back and your ribs are all broken and you're on the side of the road yeah what happened after that i was a bit in shock and i I was laying on the ground i couldn't move because uh if you break your neck you you can't move anymore also i had the pneumothorax puncture of your lung you were flown back to belgium and you spent about 60 days or so recovering from various surgeries i was first eight days in hospital in mallorca i had a surgery of my back two hospitals later after 61 days uh, i was allowed to leave the hospital but still with a lot of pain. Starting in 2016, your goal was to get to Kona. First, my goal was uh, to do an Ironman. So the first triathlon in my life was immediately an Ironman. And then after uh, finishing 19, my first uh, triathlon in my life, with the same bike and run split as Jan Frodeno, the absolute number one in the world uh, of triathlon, I was a bit pushed to say, hey, Diego, you have talent. And uh, since this day, I start to swim also, because before I I never swim in my life. Since this day, I was really focused on... uh, on getting my fitness to the highest level possible and and then the other goals came for winning races and since this day i was one of the guys who uh, was the guy to beat in the very hard uh, races so in this race i'm like uh, unbeatable for the moment a heartbreaking tragedy for you to end up in the hospital several months were you even able to walk at that point three days after my surgery from the from the back the neurosurgeon he said to me hey Diego come on you we need to start walking and then it starts with a walk to the toilet and then I need to walk with my family to the hospital uh, like this we was the start but in the beginning I was very uh, very white in my face because of, from the pain even now if I'm doing uh, like a bit harder training uh, I'm, I'm still getting white in my face. So you're experiencing a lot of pain at night. You said after you train during the day, your body hurts. During the training, uh, I can resist the pain. But uh, when I stop the training and my body is getting used uh, in recovery modus, it's like uh, around my back where the plates is situated, it's a bit like a huge stiffness around. and It sounds very painful too, actually, to have plates in your back, screws in your neck. For the neck is okay, because now I can I can twist already. In the beginning, uh, it was not possible. So this is okay, but I also go three times a week to the physio. For my back, like if I want to do exercise on a, on a mat, uh, yeah. on a mat is impossible for me, because when, when I hit the points, 
where the screws are in my back and I want to, to move more with my head on the on the ground. The the screws, they're pushing inside my, my body. It sounds horribly painful. Do you have a different mindset of life after the accident? It seems like your focus is just to get right back on the horse again and start training as as hard as you can to get back. The talent is there. So the mindset is again to, I have a step back, but I want to come back where I belong. The problem is at the moment, because my crash, I lost my uh, my fundings from the Belgium government. It's quite difficult for a, a sport that is uh, for, for the elites with, uh, with the money to keep pushing without the funding. And uh, at the moment also, uh, I can say uh, I'm, I'm out of hospital. I can do another, again, races on a very high level because I need to come from um, very far in level. So in fitness, to get back uh, on the level I need to... So you've lost your funding and your your sponsorships as well. How do you support yourself and train? That must be a very, very tough thing to do, both. So I have at the moment, yeah, my my great funding, like uh, the monthly salary I lost, but I have sponsors, the material sponsors, they give me extra money to survive for uh, for doing the thing I need to come back uh, to the top. Do you have a second job? Since two months, I started a coaching business. This is a good combination to be an professional athlete and, and helping other athletes to achieve a great level. It's nice to stay in the sports when I when I can do myself on a high level. With the plate in my back, the mobility for the swim is not ideal. I still need to do my first swim training. So I hope within a few weeks, I'm I'm able to, to start swimming also. So would it be okay with you, Diego, if we would check in with you, say, every other month and get an update on your progress? Yeah, sure. I, I would love to. What is your goal for this year? Do you have a, a, a race you're planning on participating first in? First, 100% mobility. This is my first goal. So staying positive and, and second, uh, I hope the run and the bike trainings goes well at the moment. Only in Belgium with the cold, I have a, I have a problem because I had a pneumothorax, so in the lung. And, uh, and my ribs are still three broken. And because of this, when I, f- I feel literally the, the cold inside when I breathe. You need to get to a warm climate, it sounds like. Every race we do, normally the, the temperature is better. So at the moment, I'm all doing my trainings indoor. This goes very well. But when I start doing outdoor, I have some still some problems because they, my bones here are not healed yet. Afterwards, yeah, my goal is uh, in September, World Championships Long Distance Duathlon uh, to become uh, one of the podium guys. Eh? That's a duathlon, which would be a, a bike and a run, yeah, This correct? is 10-kilometer run, 150K bike, and 30-kilometer run again. Why don't we check back in with you maybe in eight weeks and check and see how you're doing with your progress. Maybe you're back in the pool, and we can start checking in in a regular way until you get to September to the duathlon. Thank you for joining us this week on Finding Inspiration. Hey, I would appreciate it if you would click on that subscribe button and share this podcast with a friend. See you next week. I'm Jennifer Weissman.